0: everyone welcome back to well then a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first i'm your host megan sharers today i'm coming at you with a solo episode all about a topic that i am really eager to provide some clarification around if you have been listening to my show for a while you've probably clued into the tagline of the show which is that it's about all things wellness And what I want to talk about today is something that I've seen pop up a few times recently in some articles and um, different social media and blog posts out there, and that is the differences between the wellness industry and the diet industry, and how a lot of people are getting them confused, and unfortunately, a lot of people are seeing them as synonymous. In my opinion, the diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that exists to not only point out our faults and our perceived weaknesses, but to get us to feel worse about ourselves and then to achieve small little wins that are really short-lived so that then we need to go back for another fix. So let me give you an example. The diet industry is really great at pointing out something that is wrong with you, telling you that you have Too much cellulite, or you need to lose some weight, or you need to tone up and put on some more muscle. You need to fundamentally change something about the way that you look, about your aesthetics, about your appearance. And then they give you their so called solution. So, first they told you what was wrong with you, now they tell you how they have the really unique solution to fix it with. So, whether it is a new diet program, supplement regimen, exercise regimen, cream, surgery, or any other topical solution to fix your problem. The problem is, whatever solution they've provided, is designed to be short lived. They want you to see some results. They want you to experience a win with it so that you feel good about yourself and their product. But they ultimately don't want it to be long lasting. They don't want you to be fixed or cured or have your weaknesses that they've pointed out go away forever because then they'd be out of a job. They'd be out of that money that they got from you in the first place. So the goal is to kind of keep you hooked in and keep you Stuck in this negative feedback loop of feeling bad about yourself Feeling desperate enough to buy into their solution feeling incrementally better about yourself and then seeing those results go away and going back to feeling bad about yourself again and needing to invest in some other diet product service, etc the diet industry is a really really toxic industry, but because of the way that our society places such such a strong importance on appearance and aesthetics and the way that we look. And culturally, that's been so deeply ingrained in us for so many years and decades and centuries. The diet industry is really good at what they do. It's really successful, and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. So it's important to be really discerning about the way you feel about yourself and the advertisements you're taking in when they're telling you that there's something wrong with you and they have the solution to fix it. The wellness industry, on the other hand, in my opinion, is something incredibly different and incredibly empowering. The wellness industry exists to not change how you look physically, but to change how you feel internally. The wellness industry exists to promote better overall health and well-being rather than just looking better. You know, I said in one of my previous episodes about exercise that some people in the fitness and bodybuilding industry who look the best and who seemingly have the best bodies are internally some of the least healthy people I've ever met. And that to me is the difference between wellness and diet industries. It's really going from the inside out to address health on all levels, all systems. So, you know, balancing your hormones, your endocrine system, and having great digestive health and immune health and mental and emotional health. And of course, yes, physical fitness is a part of that. But wellness to me is about so much more than than just what you look like. And really, for me, it's not about what you look like at all. Uh, I think that There are often residual benefits when you start to address your internal health and well-being on all levels. You probably will have clearer, brighter skin and more energy, and you'll seem outwardly more vibrant or radiant or attractive, but all of that is just a happy byproduct from taking care of yourself from the inside out. So, It's really frustrating and unfortunate for me to see and disheartening, honestly, that to see that a lot of women are starting to feel like wellness and and diet are synonymous and that people who are in the so-called wellness industry are spouting pseudoscience and, you know, fake claims to get people to buy into their solution that ultimately doesn't work and makes them feel bad about themselves, and it's just a, a sort of label to cover up the fact that they want them to eat less, restrict their foods to very limited intake and and exercise to extremes and to care about what they look like it's disheartening to me to think that there are people out there taking advantage of the wellness industry, and I have no doubt that there are it's again, a billion-dollar industry. There's a lot of money in it. And when there's such, you know, attention and importance on a particular industry, there are people who have ill intentions, who do take advantage, and who, you know, put less than things with, with minimal integrity out there. And it sucks. It really sucks that people come across that, and they basically get conned into spending their hard-earned money on, on things that ultimately don't work and ultimately make them feel worse about themselves. My intention is to really share the true nature of the word wellness with people because it doesn't have anything to do with diet and it doesn't have anything to do with feeling bad about yourself. It has everything to do with self-respect and learning to honor and care for your body, mind, body, and spirit. And to live in such a way that you're getting the most out of life. To me, wellness is about being able to set yourself up for living your best, most vibrant quality of life. And that means taking care of, like I said, your mental, physical, and emotional, and spiritual health and well-being so that you can really use your five senses, go out there to see and explore and adventure and taste and touch and play and all the things that we came here to do and to do them with more vibrancy than you could if you otherwise weren't taking care of yourself. So that distinction is really really important to make because whether you're whether you're seeking a wellness solution or not you're probably encountering plenty of them on a daily basis on social media in advertisements in the TV and movies that you watch so it's important to become a really discerning consumer about what people are promoting to you. think about messages and the intentions behind their messages? Are they inherently saying that there's something bad or wrong with you? And specifically, especially, are they saying that there's something wrong with your appearance and the way that, that you look? Are they placing the ultimate importance and end goal on changing the way that your body looks? Or are they really helping you to address an internal health concern that if you do spend some time working on it, you will feel better and have better quality of life. That distinction is super important. And because we live in an age where on social media, anybody can claim to be an expert at anything, it's also really important to be discerning about the people that you're following and learning from and especially working with if you choose to work with a coach or an expert of any kind really doing your research to make sure that they've done their research and they have the proper certifications and credentials and personal experience to help you with what you're going through you know not every person is going to have experienced every situation or condition or ailment in life but it is really helpful work with somebody who's been there before so if you're experiencing digestive issues or you know chronic hormonal imbalances things like that it would be helpful to work with somebody who really understands the pains and the frustrations of what you've been through and what you're going through because they've been there before and ideally they've also not only helped themselves through it but they've helped many other people through it as well so there's There's evidence. There are testimonials. And um, again, just do your due diligence first and make sure that this is somebody you really connect with. And same thing goes if it's just somebody you follow on social media. You know, it might seem innocent and harmless. You just read their posts or see their photos every day or every couple days. But if you think about that, you're constantly engaging with somebody else's belief systems, watching their stories, reading their posts and you take in what they're saying, whether you, whether it's conscious or not, it starts to become sort of this track that's playing in the background and you might not be served by the same belief systems that they have. So there definitely are people out there who are spouting pseudoscience and claims that aren't really backed or supported by anything of substance. And it's really important to know where they're coming from. And you know, that's not to say that there's not validity in what they're saying. They might have had a personal experience that was profound and transformative for them. And so for you to understand that that was their personal experience is really important and that it might not be yours. And if there's somebody who, again, check their intentions, if everything that they're saying ends up in somewhat of a sales pitch and and makes you feel like there's something you need to change about yourself, then maybe question their motivation for putting content out online. And when you start to do this, when you start to get curious, it can become – easier to spot the differences between somebody who is sharing because it's truly something they feel called to do and passionate about doing and they want to make a difference for people and share the knowledge and the experience that they have and it's okay if they're making money doing that i think that we should all make a living doing whatever it is we want to do that we're good at and you know particularly skilled or talented at But you can tell the difference between somebody who's motivated by making a difference and somebody who's just motivated by money. And I think that that is another really important uh, awareness to have when you're analyzing whether something is a part of the the wellness industry in a healthy way, or if it's somebody who's capitalizing on and taking advantage of people who um, need help and need guidance and need support. So, you know, all of this is to just say become a more discerning consumer and really make empowered choices in the content and information that you're taking in and the choices that you're making in your own health and wellness, first and foremost. And second of all, if you're somebody who has gotten wrapped up in diet culture for a significant part of your life, I completely understand why that that why that's a sensitive area and why you might feel really triggered there because it can be really hard when you've spent a lot of time forming beliefs about yourself that you're not good enough and that you have to follow extreme behaviors in order to change yourself so that you are good enough. I've been there myself. I've been there for years and I know many other women and men who have as well, and it's such a disheartening place to be. So I totally understand your hesitancy when it comes to the body and your health and wanting to be careful or being a little bit more sensitive to anybody who's saying anything about health and well-being in general, especially if they're starting to talk about food and nutrition and diet or exercise. That's totally valid and totally earned and warranted on your part. But I would encourage you to sort of unravel your personal relationship with those things, with food, with movement, with how you're taking care of your body, and let the pieces that you picked up from the diet industry go and work on self-forgiveness there, forgiving yourself for buying into those belief systems that were not true and not valid and did not serve you at all, maybe work on forgiving the people who led you astray and the the diet industry itself, and then I'd encourage you to start to step into a more empowered place and really exploring what wellness means for you on all levels. You'll notice if you listen to more episodes of this show that I'm not just talking about food and what you're putting in your body or how often you need to move it. I'm talking about all kinds of things that on the surface might not seem to have anything to do with wellness, but when you dive deeper, they really do. You know, your relationships with people in your life will impact your your health and quality of life. Your relationship with technology can impact your wellness. Your mental and emotional health, that's something I talk about a lot. You know, if you guys have been following me, you know I wrote a whole guide about holistic habits to support your mental health. And, you know, beyond just nutrition and supplementation but and movement, what are some of the self-care practices that can support your mental and emotional health? And... There are so many different layers of of what it means to be a whole and well and balanced person, and it's different for every individual. So I just really encourage you to start to explore what that relationship looks like for you and what wellness means to you and to not vilify something that's ultimately going to really serve you just because there are a lot of people out there, I want to say bad people, but people who have... Take advantage of a money-making opportunity. You know, don't throw wellness out the window just because of those people. There are also a lot of people out there who want to help you, who are truly good at what they do, passionate about caring for others and sharing their knowledge and expertise and are kind and compassionate and care about things that matter more than what you look like like your health and how you feel and and your quality of life. So seek out those people, you know, follow more empowering people online, work with more empowering coaches and, and nutritionists and doctors and just surround yourself with more of what feels aligned for you and less of what doesn't. And if you're somebody who was feeling like wellness and diet were synonymous, yeah, I really encourage you to start to unravel those two words and, and what they mean in your life personally. So I know that was a little bit of a, a soapbox rant, but it was really important for me to make that clarification just because in my own life, coming into a space of health and wellness has been one of the most empowering things I could have ever done for myself. When I was younger, i thought I was really passionate about health and wellness, but really, I was just enmeshed in in diet culture and what I thought was taking care of myself was actually just calorie restricting and disordered eating habits and body dysmorphia and ultimately really destructive and unhealthy patterns that that were not Health and that were not wellness. And so when I came into a place where first I started learning about healing my digestive issues, and then I started learning about self care practices and self love, and then I started learning more about mental and emotional well being, and then spiritual well being, and started layering in all these different areas of what it meant for me to, to be well and to be healthy it changed my life completely. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing what I've learned and what I do and the work that I do with my clients as well, because it truly is transformative and life-changing. And, you know, like I said, I've seen that impact in my own life and I've seen it in a lot of my clients' lives as well. And I, I just hope the same for all of you who are listening, that you can traverse that journey for for yourself as well and getting to a place where you feel like you are making choices that just support your best best quality of life and you're really juicing and squeezing the most out of this life possible because I think that that's what we came here to do So if you want to learn more about me and my work and the coaching practices or just want more um, tips and guidance, definitely follow me on um, Instagram. I post a lot of stuff there. It's at Megan Um, Check out my website for my programs and e-guides and things like that. That is empowered-bodies.com feel free to email me as well. If you have suggestions on the show and guests that you want to hear from or topics that you want to hear about, Um, you can find my email address on my website as well um, or in the show notes below. So again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, as always, have a happy and healthy and well day.